0: Let's rock! Hello, yes, Dan, I'm here. This is the master of Tiger Style, Lee Moriarty.
1: Dominic Green. This is Trey Lamar. This is
0: Zoe Sky. This is
1: Nick Fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. Welcome to another edition of IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on Independent wrestling.tv I'm jerry J. Hawk Hawkins, and as always joining me is Jay Gold. Hey, Marky. Hi, everyone. And our special guest this week, courtesy of Pod Van Dam and a very entertaining thread on Ruckle Cringe, <laughs> Young Ed. Hey, Jayhawk, Marcy, Butters. Nice
2: to see you guys. <laughs> Wait a second.
1: <laughs> Jaygo's much better yeah. looking than Butters. Come on.
2: Dude, I thought Weird. about doing that. You know, the bit that like Will Ferrell would do as Harry Carey after they fired Norm Macdonald, yeah. where he just call Colin Quinn Norm. I thought about just calling J-Gold Butters the entire time. I, I would have loved
3: that. Uh, <laughs> we have Ed, the uh, creator of chaos, on tonight. That's going to be very interesting.
1: I've actually, I'm on the A-Show this week, and I made sure to plug Ooh. that Ed's going to be on, it, on, on this week. And, oh. and the hook of the A-Show, because they are very familiar with Ed from last season, are like, oh yeah, it's going to go off the rails. It's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, and luckily nobody uh, on this works for Major League Baseball, so I can make all the jokes about Teddy Hart uh, chloroforming <laughs> that woman to death
4: that I want to. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is that hmm. the reason why? Yeah, yeah, he uh, he
2: was a, he worked for the... and was like, all that shit's really funny, but can that not be on the episode? Because I worked for Major League Baseball. I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, Teddy Hart accidentally killed that woman making chloroform porn. I, I it's, huh. it,
1: it, it's a good thing that i decided to only worked the one job like I was working for the Cleveland baseball team up until the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in, I work in the team shop. I got
2: really lucky there because Teddy Hart killed that woman, you know.
1: <laughs> I would have had to edit it off the show and I don't like doing I don't <laughs> like doing any of it. I don't like making Butter do any more of it than he actually has to do, no.
3: We don't like upsetting home office, Ed, because if if home office gets upset, then the reviews come down, the HR violations, we can't do that.
2: <laughs> well, I'm back on to uh, tank your downloads again by picking a, a weird Japanese indie show that no one but me cares about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're, we're, luckily, we're counting on the Van damn bump to keep us kind of level. But I don't, Has that ever happened, though? Because I think
2: Butter no. says, like... My episodes are always not very well downloaded because <laughs> they're these weird Japanese <laughs> indie shows that no
1: one cares about. Yeah, I something tell me Dove Pro's not gonna retreat us like
3: action Hand the last two weeks. But uh,
2: you don't think maybe my brother Yashi might do it.
3: You're gonna have to <laughs> explain that to talking? me when we gonna have to explain that one to me while we start.
1: <laughs> All right, go so, uh, pretty busy weekend for most of us here. Three of us went to wrestling shows this weekend and different wrestling show. Three shows in two different states. Okay, so I'm gonna start with you, Mark. How
4: about AIW? I didn't go to AIW. I went to a hot-ass golf club. Like. Oh, really? <laughs> now, mind it, that,
1: that, that opening it completely shot the hell. Thank you.
4: <laughs> keep it. Keep it in, home office. Oh, keep, right. it,
1: keep it in, but it shot the hell. <laughs> I went the goth club, then?
4: It was sick. Uh, me and my girlfriend, it was we had a good time. Someone stole my drink, though, and put it back down. I was really pissed off, because they didn't finish it. Oh. If they Someone... drink out of it, if they drink out of it, at least it's not spiked. I guess that's a good thing. I just I don't understand. Like they put their empty drink down on the table, like on our table, and then like two minutes later, I look over, they reach over at my drink and just start drinking it like it's nothing, and then just put it back down.
2: Well, I can explain that, Marcy. Have you ever done drugs? <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I. So that's have. what happened. No one on this podcast does drugs, Ed. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I'm glad we're not a video
1: podcast. But
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Not at all. No, none of us. None of us. Ed, you did Uncincture Pro last night. Yeah.
2: Do you know how like, dope it was to go to a wrestling show where I wasn't friends with anyone on, on the show? So I just got to like watch a wrestling show. It was the coolest. And then I made a new best friend after the show. We were casting a Valentine's, my new best friend. Uh, and that That's show That's lovely.
1: And that show is going to debut as a uh, live stream on April 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern.
3: Let, let me ask you, Ed, what was your favorite match of that night? Because you had a chance to look at it kind of neutrally. What did you like the best?
2: Dude, uh, Brayden Lee. And what's the kid's name? Fuck. Brayden Lee wrestled somebody, and they both did, like, lots of awesome flips. He's, he's
3: unbelievable, Brayden Lee. I love
2: him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, though, because when he was on Potty and Damn, uh, we both found out we were big Russell brand guys. And now I want to know if he still
1: is, or if he's no. <laughs> uh, bailed on that like uh, like myself. Okay, well, I went I went all the way to Morganville, New Jersey, for the ECWA Super Eight this weekend. Uh, very fun show. Check out check it out on demand on IWTV. It should be up on demand by the time this drops. Uh, I woke, I ate, driving in New Jersey. Fuck that state. Fuck that state hard. Just in general, fuck New Jersey.
3: Who won that? Who won the The, the... The tournament that was uh, Darius Carter. Darius Carter won the tournament, defeating Erica Lee in the final. Oh, that's a good, that's an interesting final. That's a very, a very good,
1: very good final. One spot near the end that I was not fond of. Uh, oh, did did Erica Lee actually poo poo pee pee? Kind of. She pulled a pair of <laughs> underwear out of her, out of her reckling gear and oh. an animal claw. What is that? What do you mean? I, I mean, she pulled a pair of underwear that looked like it had poop stains on it and put it on her hand and used the fucking mandible claw on Darius Carter.
3: Oh, that's a terrible thing, gimmick. What? It's not a gimmick or it is a gimmick? Uh-huh. <laughs> a gimmick. I, <laughs> I was going to say, are we into poop wrestling now? Because I don't know Let's if I can know. do that on this. Dude, I don't think poop is funny. <laughs> she was, she was I'm like, not
2: into poop at all, man. Me neither. She was filling t-shirts last like, that night that said Pooper 8. Well, that probably made some
1: money,
4: though, right? Oh for sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah, people were buying them. I'm like, I want to get a picture with her. And I bought one of her pins, but they were like three bucks, but I'm like, I'm not gonna buy the shirt. I'm never gonna wear that.
3: I thought home office <laughs> was asking you to get him one. So it, just 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 so I know. I could swear I saw him. I I thought he asked you for one on Twitter last
1: night. Oh uh, well, if he did if he did, he didn't tag me in it.
3: <laughs> he likes poop shirts, that's my gimmick. <laughs> get, get on Facebook to make
1: sure I got a picture with her, which I did. Yeah, uh, you sure did. And no, uh, like a good show, though. Like, the nice thing about that show is it was a first chance to see most of those people live, in- including Ricky Morton. I had never seen him in person before last night. So that was cool. Nice guy. Pretty nice guy. Yeah. And I got a autographed picture, a autographed like, rookie baseball card type deal from him. And they should get a picture. With him. So, <laughs> do you think he still does blow <laughs> to look that good at 65? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like
2: he's 65, so like it wouldn't. I, he probably shouldn't. But at the same time, if I found out Ricky Martin still does a lot of blow, I'd be like that. I mean, that makes sense.
4: Is it a thing like where if you just never stop, you're fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you see it, right. It's <laughs> like that that's... Ric
2: Flair quote where he says he doesn't know if he has a drinking problem because he's never tried to quit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, it just you either you, you you just you're done. You just keep one day you're you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it you stop doing it. You're done. That's the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah but uh, it took me about 12 hours to get home partly because my dumbass decided i'm going to i'm going to get i'm just close to philadelphia i'm gonna take the extra hour and a half or whatever it is and make the uh-huh. to philadelphia get some packed cheesesteaks and it took me an hour and a half to get out of philadelphia once i got those cheesesteaks with it was it worth it it was definitely worth it like a great cheesesteak oh they're is delicious
3: it, yeah it's just yeah. a cheesesteak yeah. you know what i mean it's i can't not, imagine it's, not. It's, it's, it's it's all about the the products that they use and the presentation it's just. It'd be like if somebody was like
2: I went an hour and a half out of my way for like the best pork chop I've ever eaten It's like, well it's still just a pork chop
4: like no. so there yes th- and no I feel like for me like I wouldn't do that for a cheesesteak but like if I was close to like New York I could be like yeah I'm gonna get like a New York pizza or a New York bagel I absolutely would.
2: I was just talking about Wrestlemania weekend in Jersey how people I was with were like we should eat Sparrows you know cause like the office I'm like I'm not Willingly eating shitty pizza to make a joke. Like is. I'm in New York. I'm gonna get New York pizza.
4: Yeah. Fucking sparrows. So I'm I'm not an elitist about really anything, but like pizza is that's like that's my shit.
2: I just gonna say you're not an
4: elitist about pizza. You've eaten two of those Batman calzones. Here's 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 how I look at it. If you're just some like shit tier, like gross, disgusting pizza place, I'm all about it because it's not real, anyways. So just make it fucking weird. Yeah,
1: there's definitely a difference between getting a cheesesteak in Philadelphia and getting a cheesesteak anywhere else. Yeah, you can't compare. it.
2: What is a cheesesteak? I really, actually, don't even know what it is. Is it's, it? It's, is that exactly what it sounds steak.
3: like? It's a steak sandwich with cheese, and you can get yeah. onions. But, but 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 yeah, but it's it's steak sandwich. So one place does uh, provolone, Pats does cheese whiz. Then you get you get cooked onions, and so it's cheese whiz, onions, and and beef. That's the way to go. That's the way I loved it. I don't Fucking like Provolone. Cheese on mine. Whiz? Cheese Whiz. Well, yeah, you can say it, with Whiz. Sorry, go ahead, Jay. I'm going to correct you on
1: that a little bit here, Josh. Uh, Pat, Pat, you can do Cheese Whiz, but they also do Provolone. And you can do American. Huh. Gino is the one that only does Cheese Whiz.
3: Oh, okay. So <laughs> I haven't been down there in a while, did, but yeah.
1: Which is why I did Pat instead of Gino because I like a, a stick with Cheese Whiz every once in a while, but what's the feeling it today. So you got Provolone? You got Provolone. And they're right across the street from each other. So like, you
3: can pretty much yep. kind of pick and choose
4: is yep. and gino gino's was the one that had the toys r us that had like the strip club right next to it
3: well, well it's same area same same area yeah yeah,
4: yeah. like i said packet pack and gino were literally across the street from each other if i recall correctly i think it was actually used in the age of the fall promo back in the day for ring of honor
3: okay so like they're across the street from each other
4: Literally. Literally, so like, like, it looks like they're looking
3: at each other. So
2: that feud between them is a fucking work, right? It's re- it's real. No, they really it's, do. No, yeah, the dude, people, it's to a the people fucking it is. Work, maybe not man. to the
3: restaurants. No, maybe not to the restaurants, but to the people who go there, they actually have that. the arguments are ridiculous over it's a like, Chief State.
2: Nah, it's like those uh, two uh, Coney Dog places in Detroit right next door to each other. It's like that feud's a fucking work. Like, those two are working together. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: that They're helping each other
2: out. Those businesses you, help each yeah. other.
3: Yeah, they got to. Because they know about the future. So you gotta eat one and then go, oh, I'm gonna yeah, go try the other. Exactly, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly.
2: All
3: right, let me let
1: yeah. me let me compare it to you this way. It's kind of like the AEW-WWE war. They're they're not they're technically competition, but they really don't affect each other either way. But their fans are fucking hardcore.
2: This is it's very random but The fans say, are hardcore. Can I say how proud I am of like people that were giving me shit on Twitter this week for not saying like AEW shit to me because I was ready. I was ready for it. It happens every time I shit talked WWE. But like, what well, AEW I was like, I don't fucking watch that either. Like <laughs> I, I,
1: I I know you I know you'll probably talk about it on your show this week. So I don't? Yeah, be- we have to because nothing <laughs> happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to belabor the point too much, but here's the yeah. thing. For those who missed it, Ed made a comment basically, uh yeah, triple H during the attitude area when a guy who held a European title and pointed out of the cock, like it wasn't that big a deal. He had he the, he had one good year, and if he didn't have the two matches with Mick Foley, no one would give a fuck. No
2: one get that 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 title reign was dying a fucking death until Mick Foley threw his face in fucking thumbtacks. I, I wasn't I even saying I wasn't uh, even uh. saying that Triple H wasn't a big part. I just saying those WWE documentaries painted him in the same light as The Rock in Austin, and it's not fucking real. I lived it. He's no, not, not level. He's not even close to that level. Uh, they were a really popular upper mid card act that sold a lot of T shirts. They Ooh, were the rock and austin yeah and that's what i'm yeah, saying that yeah. was dx that wasn't even triple h that was the group as a whole so that's
3: the thing you're right D- uh rock and austin were the mega stars and then yeah, the next level was dx with triple h and those guys who could and kurt angle and all those guys who could compete for the with the mega stars and then they became then kurt angle went into the stratosphere but triple that's h never it. to me he never was top top guy
2: and then somebody was like oh he was a bunch of people like he was the top heel of the attitude Era." i'm like no vincent McMahon was you yeah, he dope. was not
3: like, the top heel. He was not the top heel. That's because he, he everybody the loved heel. them when they did the invasion. When they went in the stupid jeep, that's not a heel a jeep, doing a it. Fucking jeep, not, not a, a tank. tank. But that's not a that's not a heel move. That's a that's a face move. Dude, so one
2: person, I said like those documentaries convinced people of this, and this person like was trying to prove me wrong by using like talking points from WWE documentaries, and I was like, no, you're making my point for me by telling me that DX started the Attitude Era. You just made my point for me. That these documentaries are just propaganda pieces.
3: <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. Yeah.
4: As someone oh. that recently like rewatched that time period, that is not how that went down at all. Oh,
3: no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. the, the, the But well, that's a whole nother show where I'll have to do. We need to, we need to focus <laughs> Bring on the it it. tonight. Come yeah. on, Jayhawk. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah Try yeah. to get us on track.
1: If you want to hear more of that conversation, listen to Pod Van Dam when it drops this week. I'm sure they're going to spend like 20 minutes on it. For sure. Yep. All right. So let's go ahead and take a look at the schedule and see what's on IWTV th- this week.
3: What's on IWTV?
1: Okay, so after the busy weekend we just had, not a lot this week.
2: Well, yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend. I looked at that schedule earlier because I thought there was a bunch of stuff this weekend.
1: I was it- wrong. Yeah, GQV yep. doing all the WrestleMania weekend stuff. IWTV is not doing a big weekend like they did last year. Tuesday, March 29th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The premiere of Industrial World Wrestling Thoughts and Prayer. T-H-O-T-S Thought and Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. This is,
4: this sounds like it's down my alley. I'm going to click on more info and see if they've got anything. Let's any- go, yeah. Let's sell me on this show. <laughs> IW, IWW and
1: IWTV are partnering up to donate all proceeds from IWW's entire month of March revenue to Trans Hell yeah! Let's go! Let's support this. Everyone, watch. Show your support by streaming your favorite IWW content on IWTV throughout the entire month of March. We'll culminate on March 29th at 9 p.m. with the IWTV premiere of IWW Thought and Prayers. Oh, fantastic! Wednesday, March 30th, 10 p.m. Eastern, the premiere of New Fear Kitty. Six Feet Down Under. Thursday, March 31st, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It'll be Wrestling Open, Episode 13, airing live. And then the only WrestleMania weekend show of the week on IWTV is not even going to be in Dallas because it's in Newark, New Jersey. ICW No Holds Barreds, Volume 24. The American Deathmatch Champion Eric Ryan defending against Dale Patrick. John Wayne Murdoch against Atticus Kogar. Bobby Beverly against Schlack. And SAT against Cornish Crew, among
3: others. So, so That's my only a beef, Wow. Well, my only beef with this show is the original uh, um, ICW was in was at White Eagle Hall, and they made this whole big deal about coming back to Jersey to come back to White Eagle, and they they announced it back in like October that they were coming back to Jersey to Jersey City. Instead, they're going to Newark. That's a lot harder to get to, and it's a lot less fun of a spot than what White Eagle Hall was. So, you know, I, I the show is going to be fun. Everybody loves that deathmatch stuff but um I just have a beef with the their location they should have come back to White Eagle Hall
1: I'll take your word for it uh, mm-hmm. Morgan Morganville and Hanklet were enough for me um. <laughs> <laughs> well this weekend I
2: know like it's not on iwtv but you it is it's a two day event a big celebration I think we all know what I'm talking about it's uh Doyle's one year adoption uh oh. had him for a year now so oh we're going to we're going to have a big party for doyle uh no he's not he doesn't understand the concept of birthdays i'm not going <laughs> to
3: one year and three legs later yeah, He's right, doing right? great he's doing just <laughs>
1: great <laughs> the concept or not added. make sure he gets all the treats next, next week <laughs> <laughs> all right we're going to uh, go ahead and go into our reference spotlight for the week Wrestler spotlight Okay, and we got a collaborative air effort between uh, Jay Gold and Mark. Mark, I believe you're going to be actually taking the lead on this. I'm going to defer to you.
4: Uh, so yeah, she began training in 2017 at the Chikara Wrestle Factory. Uh, notable trainers, of course, included Hall Wicked, Orange Cassidy, uh, Andrew Gulak, just to name a few.
3: And, yeah, and so so to go into some of her uh, beginning of her career, she made the, the her professional wrestling debut as, if everyone remembers, still life with apricots and pears. Um, according to what we have here at Hour of Power 13. So that was in 2018. She used to team up with uh, Ursa Minor in the Night Sky as the No Aesthetic and uh, defeated the, the Razor Hawk and, and Nighthawk. She was also the 15th holder of the Chikara Young Lions Cup, beat Boomer Hatfield at that Young Lions Cup. And then uh, the last match she worked for Chikara was at National Pro Wrestling Day in twenty February 8th of 2020. And then the promotion, as we know, was no longer after changing her name at that point to eat surreal she did begin working with promotions beyond game changer you know gcw enjoy uh and camp leapfrog and according to pro wrestling illustrated we do have her ranked as number 192 in the top 500 singles wrestlers of 2021
4: very well deserved spot yeah um so i think for me personally when i really started taking note is i think once the pandemic hit and i kind of like so i got out of wrestling got back into like indie wrestling and i think like, the show that really, like, took off for me was that, um, was the uh, the family reunion. I think it was night one, where she had the IWTV title match with Lee Moriarty. Even before that, Effie's Big Gay Brunch was the match with, uh, Dark Sheik. That was actually mm-hmm. before she changed the name over to you, the Surreal. I think that helped definitely establish. And once we got to this point, uh, yeah. As I was talking about, for me personally, the reason I wanted to talk about her, uh, being trans myself, uh, she resonates a lot with me. And this, like I said, coming back to, like, this specific entrance she did and kind of showing you like, it was almost a, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. It was almost like the pro wrestling version of her transition because they're showing beginning of still life and then moving into like where she is now, where she finally just like comes through the picture. And as I said, I was, re- I was rewatching this match to like kind of just prep myself for it to, like add in my little bits for when you were going to do this. And like, yeah, it hit, it hit a note with me, like, emotionally. And I think that's kind of the great thing about wrestling and why it's important. Like, she's a big name for, like, tra- like for trans wrestling. And to, like, do what she's done uh, in this last year, especially, like, the few she did with Ziggy Heim for Enjoy was fucking incredible. And I think everyone should check all those matches out. But, like, more important than that to me, as someone that has been out as not just trans, but also queer for, like, a very long time and going to indie wrestling, it was it didn't feel like a place like we would really be accepted. Like you kind of just had to like keep it quiet, you know? Uh, But it's just seeing like this turn now. And I feel like you can't just put any one specific person at the forefront for it, but like you just is the one who like just resonates the most with me. And I think anyone that's been listening to the past few episodes, I always talk her up on the, uh, we did it for our reviews of the mass wrestler. Like, but yeah, like that entrance, everything about her, like just resonated with me so much. And just like, as a trans wrestling fan means so much and seeing her, like, grow and make reach the heights that she has. And I know she has like such the like the world's worth of potential. I can't wait to see like where she goes with it.
3: And I, I I appreciate that immensely, and I and I'm really really glad that you uh, you decided to give me you know the your personal uh, uh, story there. I think it's it's amazing. I think she was uh, terrific when I met her, and and as a wrestler, watching that transition because the last time I saw Edith Surreal live was still life with apricots and pears when she was in Chikara during WrestleMania weekend they did a ladder match and that's the last time i saw uh that was still that was still life and then now this is the first time i've seen edith live so it's amazing i i love what independent wrestling can do for us and and how it you know how it does give us these opportunities so um, yeah, we look really like, forward to more,
4: yeah. And honestly, we didn't even talk about, like, the whole, the whole like, concept of the Cassandra Cup and everything, because she, wa- she went in that last year, was really, really, I think, what established her, too, with a lot of people that tournament was a big, like, it was a big, like, help just getting LGBTQ wrestlers out there, and, like, her being the forefront of that tournament and taking it all definitely, like, really established her name out there, and it was, it's good to just see her, like, getting out there and then traveling, because, like, I think the problem that everyone always had with the Chikara, like, a lot of their talent never got to go out and really do anything because of the way it's run ends. But now that she kind of has doesn't have those shackles and she's going to do her thing and traveling all over. Like, it's been fucking fantastic to see.
1: All right. We're going to go ahead this, with that and get into our weekly review. The oh. Weekly Review. In our show this week, thank you to Young Ed. Dove Pro Wrestling getting Drive to the Limit Okanka Final Party, March 21st, 2020, from Umeda Trod, in Okanka, Japan. Uh, Ed, I, I ask the question every time you're on the show. Where do you yeah. find this shit?
2: Okay, so this one I specifically picked for a reason, right? It's because um, Japanese wrestling crowds suck right now because they can't make any noise, right? It's just clapping. They're just allowed to clap. So I was like, oh, Dove Pro plays like techno and rave music through all their matches. So that'll probably help with the atmosphere. It'll be a little less boring. And then I turned the show on and it turns out that crowd doesn't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> Half well, of them well, have their masks down. They're all yelling and shit. They don't fucking care at all. It
3: was amazing. It was the week bef- the week after we shut down in this country. Yeah. Which was even more amazing. So like they were all doing their thing and I did write down, I thought it looked like Ridgefield park in New Jersey where they do those violence and suffering shows. I was like, <laughs> Where are, what is this? <laughs> so, a note before
2: we start, um, about the venue, they did have a sign to let you know where the toilet is, so when me yes. and Jay Gold go, we know exactly where to piss. <laughs> I, <laughs> Very I, excited.
4: I have, I have an observation about that. Yeah. Why was that the only sign that was just in English?
2: Um, <laughs> because they really want you to, like, the if an English speaker was there. They don't want you to accidentally piss in a different room. They won't you put this in the toilet,
4: right? Uh, like, you've you've said you should just know where the bathroom is, then I
2: guess um I don't know. That stuff like that doesn't really stick to me, because like K pop will just put random, like there'll be an entire verse, right? And then one random English word in that verse. And I've never really understood the rhyme or reason for it. I just kind of accepted now, it.
3: And can I ask you where so you knew a lot about this? You said you were like, Oh, and I thought Dove Pro, you know, they play techno music, yeah. blah blah. How much Dove Pro have you watched? I've watched life? every Dove Pro show that's on IWTV. That's the best. Okay. I'm good with that. Like, I was very I...
2: excited when they tweeted that they're getting Dove Pro. Me and Dustin Oliver, were like, hell yeah. We're going to see a bunch of dudes in fart ropes." Yeah, the fart robes. I checked, yeah. by the way. I checked with Pat because I know if a, if a white guy has dreads, they're not dreads. They're fart robes. But I wasn't right. sure if Japanese people. He said they are also fart ropes. I would agree. Lots of That's fart ropes point. on this in this company in general. My, Lots of far ropes.
3: My question is to you also is uh they went right into this. There was no commentator yeah. and there were that which was, you know, different for us, and they just shot right into the show. It just How awesome
2: was that, man.
4: Like everything just starts. I'm not joking. I don't joking, know who anybody or... is. They didn't
2: give me a graphic. Who cares? Details. You know, all I know is when I turned that on and it said 56 minutes, I was like, Ed, you did great. You killed it, dude.
3: So did you know who any of those guys were to start the show without giving me, like, there was no intro, so you know who yes. they were? I knew who a couple. Was, who were the guys who were dressed like uh, uh, with the fart ropes that looked like Public Enemy? Who was Gunzo
2: that? and Kabuki Kid. Gunzo owns Delpro. Okay. Which one was Gunzo? Gunzo was the uh, one with the fart ropes. <laughs> So the Kabuki kid <laughs> was a the, little goth. K- K- Mookie, yeah, Kabuki kid was a little goth man with his with his oh, little okay, eye makeup. Oh, right, right. Gunzo okay. was the older looking gentleman with the fart ropes. And, like, it's hard to tell because, like, all the fart ropes dudes, like, Gunzo, Brother Yashi, like, they all wear the same type of gear where it's like they look like janitors, kind of. Public Enemy in 1997.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at first, like, I was they all like. They look like Flyboy Rocco Rock.
2: <laughs> at first, I was like, is there, like, a. like?" a deep drunkards connection because Kanichi Arai and his group and heat up. They all dress like janitors too, but there mm. isn't, it's just a popular, I think it's cheap. I think it's cheap gear to buy and it looks kind of cool. So that's what they go with.
3: They look, they all look like the drummer from corn. They all spent, they don't have any money for gear because they
2: spent <laughs> all the
1: money dying their fart ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that does lead into our opening match. It is Gungo and Kabuki Kid against Jun Makaoka and Kohei Kinoshita, if I'm not quite Yeah, As yeah. uh, mentioned, <laughs> there's no commentary. There's no ring introduction. There's nothing to, t- to determine who these guys are if you don't know who they are. Luckily, the crowd was chaining, f- chaining for Kohei. So I would get
3: to figure out who he is. Well, I thought Jayhawk, it felt like you, all of a sudden you turn your TV on and then just someone grabs you by the face. It just goes. Here it is. It's starting, and it's, just you know what? Sometimes you just gotta get it going and get started. <laughs> I just um, I have here. I go. What the fuck is going on here? What kind of rage is this? Did you I also didn't... think
2: when it started that you started like into the show and you checked to yes, see if you? Were... Yeah, me I too. Did.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, did we miss something? Is uh, um, did you guys? Wait,
3: did you notice this? This is one thing I, I have to ask. So there were two cameras. One yes. was they were both on the floor. Yeah, one was had the light behind it and Mm -hmm. the other had the light in front of it so the camera that it looked like we were watching two separate shows (laughs) because every time they went to the camera with the light behind it where with the light that's shining on it the it it was so bright the ring was bright i could see who was doing what and then when they're showing the other way it looked like they're wrestling like a cave and it was like pitch black on the surface and all i saw the ring felt so big because there was no wide angle everything was on on ring level yeah. And every time they would do like an Irish whip, it felt like they were running for miles to get to the other side of the rib.
2: I have I a note am- here on that. And it says, um, so one camera is incredibly bright. The other is just showing a silhouette. And <laughs> it made me realize like, I fucking absolutely love grimy Japanese indies. Uh, I've been watching a lot of the, like WMF and that's all floor cam. It's just one dude with a floor cam. There's no cuts or edits. It's just like an ECW fan cam style deal. It's oh, amazing, dude. That's rough to watch. Crime, it gave me a little trouble. I Japanese indies are just the best.
4: I'm I'm of two minds. I think I would really enjoy this live. But the two uh, camera angles where you really could like one of me not just knowing what was going on definitely like hindered it a little bit for me.
2: Um, do you want background on any any of these people?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: I have <laughs> that's this. why you're here.
2: <laughs> cool. So June Masaoka, right? Right away when I saw him, I was like, all right, I know him. He wrestles for Glee, And uh, I think which one was June he's the, the Pretty in... boy in the in the uh, pleathers.
4: Okay. Oh, he had the, he had like the Dark Soul son. It's he not is... actually the Dark Souls son, but it looked like the Dark Souls son. He uh
2: he but yeah, he's a Glee boy and he does some triple six sometimes. So and then Gunzo, uh the, as we discussed, is the dreadlock man and he yeah. owns he owns Dove Pro. He's the one that came up with the idea of like, you know what wrestling missing rave music.
3: <laughs> continual rave music it like stop. never stops it does not no, stop no it does
2: we'll get to it because right, right, it does right. stop it's and it's so confusing to me
4: if new jack went into of techno music you're getting mm-hmm. the show this you know it felt <laughs> like the soundtrack was rotating between like the blade soundtrack and the jet set radio soundtrack
2: <laughs> you know what it reminded me of is like anime convention rave music yes that's yeah, yeah 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 like it's 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 not real rave music but it's rave
1: enough. It reminded me of the one time I went to the, to the dance club inside the Palm in Vegas. I, get, I went there two hours, and I swear to God, I only heard one song.
3: It never, you never get to the drop. It just keeps going straight up. <laughs> Every song. Yeah. So, so Jayhawk, I don't know if you noticed, but I think this was a theme of mine that I had trouble with during this, the, the, all the matches, was the three count by the referee. Every time he got to the third count, he slowed up.
1: Yeah,
2: I every I, time I made a
3: note, made a note give, of that during the second match. Yeah. I, uh, I, to I, give I, a guy time to kick out, I think.
2: Yeah, Kaigo Yoshido's <laughs> really worried about doing an accidental three count for sure.
3: <laughs> I was so upset with it because I I never knew when the match was gonna end, but I also I was like, Oh no, I'm just watching his hand, I'm like, please God, just finish the count. Like that's, don't
2: don't yeah. That's not on him though, right? Like that's on those people for not not like giving the sign that they're gonna kick out early enough, right? And him just being
1: worried about it. So, just count slow to begin with. Because the option yeah.
2: would have been like just count them one, two,
1: three. And he can't really do that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well any promoter worth their call, if the referee counts to three and the wrestler didn't kick out, they're going to yell at the Wreckler, not the referee.
2: Yeah, but look at this company. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know Gunko personally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what his reaction's going to be, but a good promoter could like,
2: like yeah, get the fuck You out. fucking idiot. We had three minutes left on that song. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we even that's the best how you know score. the match is over right <laughs> before the drop you think we're gonna have yeah. this before the drop
3: <laughs>
1: uh, i gotta find out th- i calling it three minutes longer for the next match god damn you
3: <laughs> Jayhawk! did you keep track of the time and the finish because i was so confused like by the lights and the camera switches <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch who got pin, but it was Kohei Kinoshita getting a victory roll in 11-10 to win the match for his team. So can we just talk about, like, I love surprise
2: roll-ups. They fucking rule. But the most impressive thing in this match was, like, after Kohei got that pin, he's, like, dead a little bit, right? And then once the, once the drop happens, he fucking gets up, and he's, like he matches a celebration up perfectly for when the beat drops and he's
1: fucking it. It was amazing. Time that out. Perfect. Okay, go on to match number two. We have Toru all cap against Ray Paloma. Toru.
3: Toru, dude. <laughs> he was wearing an FMW shirt. I think that's sweat hoodie. no,
2: no, no. See, he wrestles for a uh, triumph. What is it? Total triumph team. Right. And their logo looks like the FMW thing. Oh. but It's like an offshoot of guts world, which was like, of course, it was. Ya- yeah, it was- <laughs> guts World closed, and then all those people made total triumph team. And then Ray, uh, what's his name? Ray Paloma? Paloma? Yeah, he is a he's a Del Pro regular. Like this is this is this company.
3: They his- like he. So did did any of you understand what was actually happening in the beginning and where they went?
4: What was that so, room they went to? So yeah, I have some questions. First of all, um, Ray Paloma's entrance was very confusing when there's no music being played, and they kind of just had to edit it out. Yeah, Wait, the one was guy it,
2: that's, was like, edited? dancing
1: for his... Yeah.
2: They okay. had to mute it because it was probably, like, a licensed song.
4: Yeah,
1: that's exactly what it was.
2: Because okay. on the heat-up shows, they do the same thing where everybody has the same entrance music. It's just, oh. this like, this one rock track because, like, everybody <laughs> has licensed music. <laughs> so they have to drop all the sound out. But I do understand the beginning. So that where were the they entrance, going? The entrance. Yeah, well, the entrance of the building. I don't know why. That I don't it know. It didn't look
3: like it. Wait, it looked like they were going into, like, uh, uh, someone's, you know, like, office or something.
2: That was the entrance, huh? Yeah, because I put a note here that when we go see Dove Pro in Osaka, now we know how to get into the building.
4: Well, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what's now what's Ray's deal? He I was very intrigued by him. He, he apparently his <laughs> deal like he liked to Ruckle was
1: showing a gas for half the fucking match. Yeah, I was
4: gonna <laughs> say well, orders. He was getting he was getting the butt worked real good in this match. Ray's the <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: Answering I the if question, you love
4: the, I if you love the atomic drop, this matches for you, dude. Yes, <laughs>
2: my two notes on this. Uh, Ray Paloma answering the question that I always call under wrestling cheers, Collins, with is do wrestlers stop shaving uh, their legs once they get to like the trunks area, or do they just shave their buttholes? They shave their buttholes because <laughs> we all saw Ray Paloma's butthole, no hair on that thing.
4: Wait, well, wait, 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 you don't know if he could just be naturally smooth, some people he are. Could be- you can't just make that something. <laughs> Damn it! You're
2: right. I'm gonna have to call in and ask the next time there's q and A Q&A on wrestling <laughs> chairs.
4: I'm just saying you got you have to prepare for all possible scenarios.
2: And then Ray Paloma with that atomic drop selling, making Magnum CK proud, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. But he did he, some he
3: great atomic drop selling. He really did. He he's But he sold it not like so. So Magnum would sell it where he would do almost like a gyration to it. Yeah. But Paloma when he took it. The first, like, three, he sold, like, that, like, he took, somebody took a hammer to his tailbone. Like, he really sold it. (laughs) Like, he was, like, yelling. You just saw, like, the pain in his face. It changed a little bit as the match went on. But the first three atomic drops, he was, like, somebody just beat me to, you know, beat me to death. So,
2: uh, J-Hawk, you know, like, when I pick these Japanese shows and sometimes they do comedy matches and they don't hit for you because the comedy is weird. Did this comedy, I felt like this was more, I feel like this would hit more than like, like a Kikutaro like match. You know what I mean? Because I
1: understood what they were going for with it. Yeah. A little bit better than some of the other ones that you've had, but every time it started to look like it was going to be a good wrestling match, there would be a comedy spot. I'm like, pick one.
2: That's what I said. It's like, it was this weird hybrid of like a real match and a comedy match.
1: Yeah. I, 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 if they would have done all comedy or all wrestling, I would have liked it a lot better. I don't hate, I didn't hate this, but like every time I was like, okay, this is turning into a really good wrestling match. Oh, here's some weird comedy spot to make no sense. Are
2: we going to talk about the elephant in the room that this is the one match with no rave music? Yeah, yeah. how come What's was, up with was? I don't know because because Ray Palomo dances a lot. Why oh, would there be I no rave why. music?
3: I, I'll tell you why. There was a lot of talking in this match, and I think they wanted oh. people to hear it. They did so. Even the referee talked. I had that written down. And I think Ed, one of the matches we watched with you, yeah. um, there was there was a bunch of referee. That was the one that we watched. The was it the New Year's Eve the YMZ uh, show? Yeah, yeah. The referee t- did a whole thing in yeah. one of those matches, and I, I was like, okay, this is just like that, you know, that so, that thing we watched.
2: But Kaigo Yoshino is like, he's like, a, he's like a known indie referee. It'd be like if Earl Hebner was in a match over here, you know what I mean? But not to that level. It's just like Japanese indie fans know Kaigo Yoshino. He's been a and ref he was, forever. and he was like,
3: the, he he ran one of those shows, didn't he? Yeah, he runs YMZ, and he
2: does shows called Kaigo Yoshino Produce.
3: Oh I, yes, that's it. We watched one of those, and mm-hmm. Ed to the rescue. All my memories came flooding back during this.
1: Go <laughs> so finish. Come here, Palomo. Paloma is trying to climb up for a moon cult with a pant with the trunk still around a ankle, but he eventually just climbed down.
2: and you Do why he climbs shy. down? He gets Do you know why?
1: Shy.
2: I figured it out watching it. Okay, they closed the fucking doors that he went out and opened, and he got
1: distracted and was like. Because that's oh, who he was, was, yelling, at what he was, who was yelling at. He's
2: being at the doors because they
1: closed the doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, he, but he, he climbed down, doesn't actually go for the moon call, and Toro just immediately rolled him up for the pin. Give him a nick in 32 seconds. I wanted to see if he could hit the moon call with a trunk around an ankle. I wanted to see if he could do it. Who's that guy? That,
2: his sexy Eddie? Is that who did the yeah. naked moonsault? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I like this match. I don't know. I thought this hit more me. This, is, this is, is all fun. really
4: good stuff. This is, I think this is one of my favorites of the show. show. Okay, go to the semi-final.
1: Again, I'm hoping I don't butcher the name. Oh, I can't wait. Kenshin Shikano and Naoki Tanagaki against Rina Yamashita and Chiwichi Uchida.
2: Okay, I know. One person on each team.
3: Yeah, Rina was one of the girls that we watched. Rina Yamashita. Yes, yeah, which one. She... Um, Love she, her. Watching other uh, people around.
2: She's like a freedoms regular. Like she does a bunch of deathmatch stuff too. She's amazing. And oh, she saw deathmatches. Uh, yeah, she has. A, yeah, we yeah. saw oh. the Toro
3: Yoshino uh, produce match.
2: Uh, GCW brought her over for like the Detroit show, and I was this close to going. And then I remembered how much I hate driving.
3: Cause... And GCW. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you didn't want to get <laughs> money out to Adrian. You didn't go. If it, if everyone wants to know who Marcy's crushing on this week, it is a hundred percent Arena Watching. Watching as I dub Muscle Mommy throw around everyone else.
3: <laughs> now, uh, now, are fart ropes I, are fart ropes the same on a woman?
2: I think so. I think they're definitely fart ropes. Don't so care. Our, Don't our care. fart rope counter <laughs> is up to two, two. <laughs> um, so Kenshin, uh, Kenshin Chicano is a dove pro dude, but I know him from like he just bounces around like every grimy Japanese indie that there is, and uh, <laughs> I've seen him a lot, and he's really good. Like, I wish, I wish Japanese wrestling worked like american indies to where like you can move up instead of like nah man you're a grindy indie dude and that's where it is because that's the dojo you came out of Oh, like, is that
3: all it is they still do it like that yep oh that sucks
1: i i, I will say i i like this match i want to see chicago and uchita one-on-one yeah, yeah. both those guys look like potential stars and when they were in there together it was really fucking good lots of knees in this uh lots of
2: knees to faces
3: well and it's then the, and the and the rave music came back for yeah. this one. yeah
2: and that's um, why i think they were so hyped to need each other in the face it's like they're feeling the beat you know yeah,
4: rena there was there, there was-, was a song during um where they had the half crab spot that was just like an absolute banger by the <laughs> way
1: <laughs> yeah rena Re- especially though or the her strike were i think she was striking her and anybody else and, yeah
4: she you look yeah, i'm, I'm to stop myself actually when Never you're mind. when you're a
3: woman in the in the japanese uh japanese wrestling world and you're wrestling men you gotta lay it in there they d- dude
2: there's that spot where like Rina Yamashita's in the corner and they both run up and do knees to her and then yoki tanizaki full force right in her fucking face in yep. that knee that was yep. brutal yeah i
3: have that's one of the segments that i i could yeah that was brutal dude i'd be so
2: pissed if i was on a dove pro show and somebody leave me in the face for real I'd like for this, that's what we're
3: fucking calm down, dude. Like, I'd be so fucking mad. Please, you would love to be on a dub pro show, uh, uh, dub pro show, and you'd be so happy if you did. <laughs> I'd be
2: like, you, why are we really hitting each other? Right. Dub pro, quit it, dude. Let's hang out. Let's just enjoy yeah, ourselves. We're in Japan. Vibe.
4: Let's all vibe to the music. Yeah, we'll be doing here?
2: <laughs> Let's all pull our asses it out was, and it, yell it at about really the doors being
4: closed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was a really, really good crowd. They that were down for was... everything. That yes. crowd
2: was loving the show, dude. It was yeah. Uh, if you got to think about it, it was probably like they probably knew it was gonna be one of the last wrestling shows they get to go to. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> this is one like of 2020.
3: Yeah. The 21st of March 2020. It felt yeah. like it. It so felt I like think, they knew this was going out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next the next up Pro show after was well, July. And I have no idea if they were if they allowed fans in for that one or not. They didn't. Okay. There you go we got the uh, finish coming Chicano pinning Yamashita with a roundhouse kick 1540 kick really long, but I didn't get bored with I that
2: didn't, it. I this. It didn't feel like 15 minutes. It really didn't.
4: I kind of feel like this probably should have been the main event. But if it's a dub pro show, I feel like maybe there's not as much. What? It doesn't matter as much. You're not going to be event where? over Brother
3: Yashi with the dub pro tag titles. All Come right. on. No, my my thing is the matches feel a little shorter because the music's going the whole time. So you're just like still hyping with the music. So it's not like you never you don't have to have any downtime because the music is still going to keep you like, even if they're in a rest move, you're still going to go nuts doing the same thing.
1: OK, well, we're going to go ahead and go into that main event. The pro tag team title on the line. Tita Heat and Yash, Brother Yashi
3: defending the boat
1: against Gyna and Hub. I'm going to. Oh, So
3: that's who that was. I didn't realize. I didn't know who was who. OK.
1: Brother Yashi has the fart ropes.
3: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> another one yeah brother yashi they both had a mask boy right brother yashi and the the black mask boy they were a team i don't know who the other guy is but i know
1: hub because i like his sweet mask with that big long rope
3: yeah. on the back <laughs> of it
1: Guy, yeah. i i'm gonna say it i was calling guy in a japan joe he looked like kamoa japanese Kimojo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he did he
1: did yeah and watching this match i want Guy that against Kamoa Joe, like Kamoa Joe, a free agent, company, book that shit. <laughs>
3: Can you imagine if Samoa Joe ended up in Dub Pro and he was just like, I'm just, I'm doing the grimy in Japanese indies for Ed? And he's just like, it <laughs> <laughs> just is, beats the shit out of everybody on the Japanese. He does indies. a
2: fucking tour of
3: fucking heat up, <laughs> Dub <Right>. Pro,
2: <laughs> fucking Total Triumph team. You're the only one, you're the only one out of
3: everyone. You're going, I told you to watch this shit. I told you what happened. <laughs> It's back. <laughs> you have to go to Duff Pro. Bring Gyna into the bring Gyna into the
1: US. I'm sure Brett Lauderdale will be willing to pay Gyna whatever it, whatever it take that match.
2: Gyna gets so fucking blown up during this match. <laughs> he is so fucking blown up. He couldn't get up for that brain buster. Made poor brother Yashi look
1: like shit. Fucking oh my gosh. Now, I'm gonna say it's was my favorite match of the show, but there was a spot. Guyana and Hub do a double splash on heat, and Brother Yashi tries to skate with a summer and he comes nowhere fucking close to hitting anybody, and it's, it's getting <laughs> taken out anyway. It's uh, <laughs> one of the worst looking cape I've ever seen. Like, come on! It's, it's
2: Laura. It's Laura. At one point, I thought, Brother Yashi has ripped his pants, and that's unfortunate. And then later, <laughs> I realized, no, no, no. He's got a zipper that goes from the crotch of his pants all the way to the back of them, and it oh. was unzipped.
1: I don't know what that's about that a rave thing you think that that sounds like a really weird fashion choice but i'm
2: (laughs) so wait wait
4: wait, make sure i got this right so it's like going like instead of like up and down it's going like left to right like no
2: imagine your pants zipper but it goes all the way to the back of your pants too so it's gonna like go down and
1: loop around yeah
2: it goes it's like a regular pants zipper but it doesn't stop i mean um
1: um no no (laughs) just
2: no bad choice yeah
1: just no Okay, now I'm gonna ask you, Ed, in case you know, are low blows just legal and Dove Pro? yeah she kicked like in the dick right in front of the referee. The referee like didn't even didn't even like flinch. Like, oh, oh, wow,
3: well, he kicked him in the dick. Yeah, he just. I thought the ref was gonna disqualify him. He just walked right past it.
1: I think <laughs> you're
2: thinking too much into it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like a no rule thing.
2: I think they were just like, I think he just kicked him in the dick, and Kyogu Yoshino's like, why well, can't fucking DQ him? Like that's not the finish. So he's just is like, Kaiger yeah, whatever, man.
3: The referee for every match.
2: Uh yeah. Oh. OK, what do you think? They're paying more than one record.
1: <laughs> they're four matches on the fucking show. They are only paying like 14 people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we got a title change, though. You have a title change. Hub pinning Brother Yashi 1410 to win the title. A lot of near fall in the last few minutes of the match. Like, I think the, my favorite match of the card. I like those belts. I like that
2: they're
4: uh, different colors.
1: The
2: belts
3: oh, are like, like if you win a fantasy football league, and they just yeah, there's, there's no side no, plates, no, it's on just no them. like a front, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a front plate with like really flappy leather. That's it. <laughs> just <here. laughs> when the belt just flops I mean, over your shoulders,
2: and so it's like, I can pay for side plates, or I can pay to have me and brother Yossi get these sick fart ropes.
4: Fart <laughs> <laughs> ropes always win in Duff Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is help.
2: like. The, this is like the perfect bar wrestling show, you know what I mean? Without, yeah.
4: with, without without
2: the guy who got himself can't hold for one stupid allegation. We got to narrow that down. This is
1: pro wrestling. <laughs> <This> is, well, <laughs> go. Uh, well, bar wrestling <laughs> should have been pretty much the key at which guy I'm talking about.
2: But
3: oh, oh, that guy everybody forgot. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone.
2: That's I've gone gone said I've said that multiple times, man. <laughs> one of the only things Bobby and Dan can hang their head on is that we never thought Joey Ryan was cool. We always hated that shit. We were ahead of the <laughs> curve on that one. Tried to know everybody. Real weird shit about him making people grab his dick. That's weird, guys. Everybody's like, no, no, it's... <laughs> no. That's how him smart out we out look out. now.
1: Somebody called him out on that one. He's like, oh, I'm not getting any sexual gratific- gratification. I'm yeah, a finishing move. <laughs> yeah,
3: <What> about, dude. <laughs> uh, he went from went to Japan, did that nonsense in DDT, and that was the end. Just you know where he didn't do it, life. Dove Pro. Fucking Pierrotiachi
2: uh, wouldn't
1: <laughs> put up with that shit. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, we spent way too much time talking about that, dude, but... All right. Uh, just in case anybody's wondering, Guinan Hub would hold the title 274 24 days. Welcome to Tita and Brother Yashi. Ooh! On uh, December 20th of 2020, and they still hold the belt today. I think Brother Whoa. Yashi is also the Dove Pro
3: Champion. I think he's yeah. both champs. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are correct, sir.
4: Well... He's a busy man. He's a busy man. We're gonna
3: have to have Ed come back and do a do a uh, a dub pro where brother Yashi defends that heavy <laughs> w-
4: title. I think you're gonna say he has to do a dub pro where are they now? Yeah. Uh Yashi they is they not,
1: defended the belt and he won it. wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
4: wait. How long ago did he win
1: it? December 18th, 2021. it's been like three over three months and he had not had a title defend yet. He's me- going he, to
2: make everybody wait for it, you know? It's a smart book. And are
4: builds up to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And Pro has run four shows that I have record of since then.
4: I think,
2: is Brother Yashi on him, though? Oh, let me check. Because so I think he's back in all Japan with, like, I think they're doing voodoo murders in all Japan for some reason. Uh, Sick!
4: Which, Should I watch uh, all Japan?
2: Fuck no. No?
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> they're doing I gotta- voodoo murders in yeah. 2021. Stop. Oh, my God. Okay, tag team match on January 10th, but not with, not even with Tita. Okay. Uh, we, won't even, we won't even a tag title match. Uh, interestingly enough, the independent world junior heavyweight title was on the line on that show. Who owns that now? I wonder. Uh, let me double check that. That floats around. That does float around. It was Naoki Tanakanaki defending it on that show. I don't know if he still holds that or not. Yucky Dot. Oh, yeah.
2: Cause it was like a big deal when he won it, cause he was like, uh, like, he's taking pictures with the belt and how proud he is to have the FMW independent junior heavyweight championship. Like it was the, the, that belt meant a lot to him. So I do remember when he won it. Yeah. Hey, brother Yashi,
1: again, a Kickman tag team match in February. No we'll 10 two show back to back night in March. There's just nobody on his caliber to challenge him. I think it's a problem here. King of match. King of match with Yukaku Ito, not listed as like a title match. Yeah. He doesn't deserve the title shot. That's why. not on his level (laughs) and then and then a kickman tag so (laughs) poor show can he won the Kingle title and he
4: defend either one of them (laughs) it's a big deal when he's going to defend it you know yeah yeah
1: yeah.
2: it's it's like a triple crown title defense you got to build up to it
4: when you're only running one show
1: a month like how long are you going to build that shit up well let's see let's find
4: out
2: I think we all follow a company where the titles don't get uh, defended very
1: often, and you got to build up to it, right? So <laughs> I mean, well it's
3: different when you're champion's not wrestling every single show either, though. That's true. Right, go, I think, I, I, think I picked a good show, right? Yeah, we'll do, we'll give you our, our thumbs up, thumbs down. Sure, I'll give it. A, I'll give the show a thumb up. I think it's the first time I've ever given a thumb up to one of
1: these shows. That- <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I part of it. Part of it was that this was a short show. And Part of it was that I wasn't actually able to keep up with a lot of what was happening, which was a nice change of pace. I'll give it a thumbs up. And and no weird game of musical chair with a fucking national star either. So. <laughs>
3: that was a good one, though. But I I, I, I give the show a thumbs up, and there's a few reasons why, and it has nothing to do with the wrestling. It's the techno music, the joy that I knew that, um, that Ed had when he picked it, and that he was making us watch it, I it made me smile though. I'm like, this motherfucker is laughing the whole time, saying these guys are not I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was fun, I thought it was silly, it was to the point, and uh and yeah, I give it a thumbs up, which is amazing.
4: Um so I think all in all I would give this a thumbs up. This is still definitely something I would much rather be there for in person than just watch on tape. Uh, but I think all in all still it was fun enough. There's enough like there's enough banging tracks going on, so like this was definitely my vibe of a show. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I don't like techno, techno Mucic anyway, Well, I completely blocked it out like
1: two minutes into the show. Like, I, I didn't even notice it. I that was, that was all about it.
2: It made me miss anime convention raves. So this is the <laughs> best kind of raves. No one can dance at them. Everyone's a giant socially awkward dork. They're amazing. And that's what this definitely had the vibe of.
1: All right. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up for us here. Let's go ahead and get plugged in. And uh, Yon Ed, since you're the guest. We'll have you go ahead and get us started. All right, I do Pod Van Dam. Um,
2: so what what is, day does that drop now? It changed, right? <laughs> it think drop it drops it? on Thursday. I think you're I right. I think, think Thursday's a new day for it. Uh, me yeah, and, yeah, and Joni feel
1: about it dropping the same day of Grethvin Cheers. Now, have- yeah, well,
2: well, good. You we get back to back. We could just you can listen to them one right after the other. I like that we've now like <laughs> over like the three years that we've been doing this with this crew. Pod Dam's released on like every day of the, like the week because <laughs> like, i remember it definitely was mondays for a while then tuesdays then it used to be wednesdays now it's thursdays like we've had them all make I mean, it right there like yeah like three, yeah, three, yeah. three more days ahead uh-huh we got it. <laughs> next it's gonna be friday so i'm stoked for
4: that <laughs> i think you should switch it up do sunday before saturday
2: we should yeah yeah we really should.
4: really really throw everybody for a curveball right there
2: <laughs> <laughs> anything else good um, patreon.com slash pod van dam. I think you get stuff for it.
1: I don't know. I don't subscribe to it. Do you guys still get stuff? <laughs> early, early releases of the episode bonus no,
2: show. Shit. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: don't, don't you have a Patreon
2: exclusive
1: show that you, oh, you- yeah, I
2: just <laughs> did one. I just did one with Dwayne, and we uh, it's called Let People Hate Things. and It's uh, really good, it's uh, really, really about, funny. We talk about things that people like in wrestling and try to tell you why they're actually bad. And uh, this one, we, the first episode, we talked about how fucking awful Jeff Jarrett is and how everyone with this insane fucking irony liking of Jeff Jarrett isn't helping anybody and y'all need to quit it. He's the worst. He's actually the worst. Yeah. We're,
1: the, the bad thing, is I, I was on the liking Jeff Jarrett train before a cool to like Jeff Jarrett, but I could go back to when he was a rookie in fucking Memphis, too. So. And
2: I learned a new word on that podcast that I've never heard fail son before. Uh and and uh Dwayne used that word and I like it a lot.
1: You wanna, you wanna, you wanna plug the Twitter before you get banned oh, Go yeah. for him.
2: <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at podbandnet while I still have it. <laughs> Which we're so- taking it away. <laughs> you cannot shit talk Oprah. Dude, watch, that's my Twitter advice. I
4: can't wait to see what celebrities gonna be the reason you lose your
2: Twitter. I can't believe all the shit I said that have got me one day bans and all I did was say Oprah's a bitch for giving Dr. Oz a political career. And it's a week ban. It's an entire week. <laughs> Don't disrespect Oprah. I didn't know Oprah wielded such power.
3: Now I do. A week is crazy for that. You didn't, you didn't threaten anybody, nothing. No, we I have. Crazy. I've definitely no, threatened. No, no, you didn't threaten anybody have, in though. that tweet. Why no. should that tweet be the one that gets you in trouble?
1: And the worst part is, like, it is her fault that Dr. Oz can thank her. It's
4: fault. 100% her thing. fault. Isn't she also huh. responsible for Doctor Phil? Yes. yes. Yeah. What an awful person.
1: The only good thing
4: <laughs> Doctor Phil has ever done was whatever scary
1: movie it was, where they par- parodied call with him and Shaq, and like, I'm not really a doctor. I'm an electrician. The, the problem
2: with me getting that weak band now is though that like I really have to think about stuff before I tweet it. Like when that guy was like, disrespect, you're disrespecting Triple H, blah blah blah, and I was like. Oh no, like if I want to thank anybody, I want to thank the steroids that ruined his heart. Uh i to really think about like, is this me saying I want him dead? Because if it is, I can't I can't risk it. You know what I mean? That's
1: that's true. I mean you did that's you did true. you did tweet out you did tweet out something to the effect of my favorite day can heart attack and it <laughs> was my favorite day since the he had that heart attack. Yeah.
2: Somebody tried to make me <laughs> feel bad about that, and I was like, Spare me. I don't feel bad. That man, he's a horrible human
1: being. Stone Cold too. Yeah. That's- it, it, here's the thing if we stopped being a fan of every record they were like a shitty human being they would be like four people we would be able to watch go
2: mick foley was it mick foley's all we'd be mick able to foley's. watch
1: and i'd be okay with that yeah i mean i mean the rock's done some bad stuff at least he I've been open about it yeah i did this shit go what
2: he had seven dollars one time he doesn't talk about it a lot $7. but he had seven dollars seven
3: dollars <laughs> that, that's, that, that's the only seven good thing about productions about- that's the only good thing
1: about the Young Rock show, though, is rock. like, yeah, hear all the stuff I did when I was younger to you know, try to cancel me if like I'm admitting to it.
2: <laughs> Dude, you ever read his book where he talks yeah. about how he fucking came in a sleeping bag and slept in his own cum? It was super weird. <laughs> what a weird
1: chapter. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not hear that story, but I did hear about how he met his wife on his way to an orgy and skipped the orgy to talk to her. But What a nice guy. <laughs> I would have invited her. Yeah, you know what? I have never yeah. He can he, he like he's actually a very good dude overall, but yeah, he when he was younger, he
2: fucking came in that sleeping bag and slept in his own cum. Yeah.
4: Here's the thing. You can't just you just you just can't invite a stranger to an orgy. Like there's <laughs> all the setups already happened. Everyone has to agree to it. You throw in that unknown factor. Like, depending on how big your orgy is, that's like that's like at least 20 people's consent. You awesome up to get now. It's not this worth is still- it.
3: This is still IWTV Guide, right? I just, <laughs> did, did I, I walk like, into the wrong room? I forgot where I was for a second. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do now that we just
2: talked about that is I'm going to go watch that It's Always Sunny episode where they go to the orgy. And the, <laughs> password, the password is orgy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, before I want to I talk about this, I got Frank Reynolds at work. Someone pulled a Frank Reynolds on me. What
2: What is that? could mean a million things.
4: <laughs> okay, so... I work at Redacted Retailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the customer service area, and this guy walks up with four boxes of um, Magnum condoms. And he's like, I don't want these anymore because they're not the sale price I thought they were. And just leaves them with
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh,
2: drop my Magnum condom from my
1: giant dong. <laughs> four boxes! Four! <laughs> The best part about the Magnum condom is if you, you go in and just
4: asking for condoms, they go, Oh, do you want the Magnum? Yeah. No one's going to say, No, I don't need the Magnum. But you don't even ask the person. They're in like the, the shelving. You just pick them out. You don't even have to do He was making a point. I don't know. He was trying to make a point. <laughs> but he wasn't willing. He wasn't committed enough to spend the money to make the points. So. You, he, I, you, can't, you
1: can't necessarily say just pick them out because like, a lot oh, of those are locked up right now. A oh, lot of people are locking those up. Okay, <laughs> you got to be. I'm trying to remember which retailer again. But yeah, all the condoms were like locked in the cake. Apparently they were having a see. I want to know because I don't
2: use condoms because premarital sex
4: is a sin.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just get them from
4: you can get them for free from Planned Parenthood. So I was
3: I was just going to ask again, are we still doing IWTV? (laughs)
4: I don't know um, what just happened what where
3: are we also
4: what is an orgy i don't know <laughs> okay so um, you see um normally when two adults like each other oh it's that
2: band <laughs> blue oh, monday the, yes, yes. yeah
4: yep
3: how does this Andy asses a
2: dope album when i was like in sixth grade remember, Probably it doesn't hold up
1: remember when you were a kid and your dogs were r- reckling each other <laughs> wait this is
3: still iwtv guide <laughs>
2: This is all (laughs) sinful, Gold. I don't know about this.
3: I don't know either. I don't know what's happening. I'm going
4: to have fun editing
1: this
2: one. Summers, edit that out.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Go, Mark, you guys from uh, Naming Your Redacted Retailer, what do you have to plug?
4: You can find me on Twitter at eGirlFemboy, voice spelled B-O-I. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash eGirlFemboy. I'm uh, going to be starting up Ghostwire Tokyo this week. Very excited. Another Shinji Mikami game. So excited to get into it. Love Resident Evil. So I'm hoping this is going to be some fun horror. Uh, other than that, just, you know, I'm just going to be vibing around. All right. If I can stop coughing from
1: laughing go so hard to get this out, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk. Instagram, Jayhawk1539. Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. I've uh, been out of town the last couple of days with that eqwa thing. I've not been streaming for a few days, hoping to get back into it by the time this drop Actually, and also, it'll be available by the time this drops. I am on the A Show with Phil Stamper, and we're going to be drafting NWA 1988. I did they ready? do wrestling back then? They did wrestling back then, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Van. Tonight. <laughs> All right,
3: Jay Gold. So you can find me on Twitter at Jay Gold12, and tomorrow you can find me on my couch doing work. Um, and then so from the home office, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Um, if you also follow our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, uh, Pod Van, Damn with our pal Ed, the super fantastic podcast, if you catch my Griff, uh, At Odds with Wrestling, X over, the card is going to change. That's you. That's Marcy. Hey, that's me. And our other friends, um, um, the, as I said before, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of IWTV Guide, pwponderings.com, Big Starks brand, set tab photo. Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio, and our pal Joey over at Kayfabe Collectibles. That is all I have for this week. Hey, PW Ponderings, if you're listening,
2: this show better make it on there this time. Okay.
1: All
3: right, we'll go ahead and call it there and
1: as the uh, late, great Bobby Heenan once said, I've been in the head so many times with chairs. the top of my head smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> see ya, see ya. Later.
0: Later. We're gonna make